Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Ever since he tried Rough Greens for the first time, my dog Uno is a completely different dog. I didn't think he would eat them. Uh, I didn't think, you know, you put this on his food and I thought he's never going to eat it because he hates everything. He's like Mikey from that old Life commercial. Um, but he loved it. Now, I went out and I bought the $19 bag to be able to try it, and I really didn't think that it was going to work for him. They don't want you to have to go through that. Um, the inventor of Rough Greens, Dr. Dennis Black, is uh, a guy who said, why make people worry about paying for it? Thanks a lot, Doc. Uh, you know, in advance, if they don't know their dog's going to eat it. So he's going to send you a free bag of Rough Greens. All you have to do is pay for the shipping um, at roughgreens.com slash Beck. Make sure your dog loves it. Then sit back and watch the changes over the next couple of months, I mean, I'm, I've been almost a year now feeding Uno Rough Greens, and he's not the same dog. Every day, every day we think that. 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, or go to roughgreens, ruffgreens.com slash back. More on the program in just a second. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. Uh, I have had everyone from truck drivers to, you know, senators and congressmen ask me the same question, and it's more and more frequent every day. So what do we do about it? So what do we do? Nobody seems to know. And it's because we're thinking too big. We're thinking globally. That's fine. Think globally, but act locally. You have to embrace that. And I'm going to show you somebody who is. And they're leading the way uh, uh, against what's being taught in our schools. And this should be repeated in every community and every state. I'm going to let him tell you about it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Your grass is about to meet its worst enemy. I mean, I don't ever, you know, I've never really thought of a lawnmower. Uh, as the grass's worst enemy, but it is. It is for the purpose of this commercial. It shrieks in fear. Oh, no, no, not the hustler turf. Meanwhile, you're sitting having fun as you're killing the upper end of the grass. You're not killing the grass, just the upper end. You're just giving it a haircut, but it doesn't want a haircut. It's a uh, hustler. Uh, it's a hustler mower, and the hustler invented the zero-turn lawnmower way back in the day, uh, and they did it for big industrial jobs. You know, if you ever see, if you ever see somebody cutting a football field or a baseball diamond, or you know, in the median of the uh, uh, of the highway, it's most likely a hustler mower. They're the ones who invented this, and they could get big industrial jobs done really fast and effectively. But they had to be built really tough so they didn't break down. Well, at some point, they're like, you know, we should make this for the average home. And they have, and they are tremendous, just tremendous. I love it because I do like up when I'm up at the ranch, I love, you know, using the tractor, using the uh, hustler turf 
uh, lawnmower and you know you feel a little manly yeah you, you, that's right even i feel manly it can make even guys like me feel like yeah uh you you want to buy some other mower that's fine just do me a favor do yourself a favor find a hustler dealer and test drive one a b compare them there is nothing like a hustler turf lawnmower it's hustlerturf.com that's hustlerturf.com I mean, one of the greatest names of all time belongs to an Oklahoma state senator. His name is Shane Jett. Yeah. Uh, Shane, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, So you are standing up, thank goodness, uh, in Oklahoma, and you are putting together a bill that would ban critical race theory from being taught in school. Tell me about this. So uh, Senate Bill 803 is uh, basically prohibits public schools and charter schools uh, paid for by tax dollars to uh, abuse our children by teaching them that they are racist uh, or a victim based on the color of their skin. So it's a a divisive concept that is designed to create distrust between students um, and also fundamentally to make them distrust our system of government. So, Shane, is this coming from you and a bunch of politicians, or are you hearing an outcry from parents? Uh, my first uh, call that I got about this was from a uh, constituent out of Luther, Oklahoma. And uh, whenever I introduced the bill, um, I started getting calls from parents and teachers, as well as other uh, fellow Republican legislators who are hearing it from their district. They don't want this taught in Oklahoma. They know it's being taught in uh, California and New York in the public school level. It always starts at the university level, and it's already being taught at the University of Oklahoma. So boomer Sooners need to hold their university accountable as well. So what is th- what are the odds of this passing? So it's, it's, a, uh, it's a heavy lift. I'm getting some opposition. Um, for, for the most part, uh, my Republican colleagues concur with the bill, um, but they've expressed some concern about being called a racist. My answer to that is you're a Republican. You're already being called a racist. Racist has pretty much lost its meaning because if you stand against a liberal agenda, especially the Marxist agenda, mm-hmm. that's their go-to slur. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the oppositions is that they don't think it's the place because Republicans believe in smaller government and local control. I don't believe it's the place for uh, legislators to mandate curriculum in the classroom. And usually I agree with that. Local control is an important issue with Republicans, but standing up for the Constitution is our first oath of office. And this 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 uh, critical race theory is based and rooted in Marxism, is fundamentally opposed to the very Constitution that we swore an oath to. Yeah, you know, conservatives are having a, we're in a real pickle because the Constitution is being subverted in our schools, which, as you say, we'd like local control, um, but it's also being subverted by giant corporations. And I've always been on the side of, you know, freedom uh, of the market and corporations can do what they want. But they are subverting our Constitution at this point. And we have to make a decision here on what we're going to do and how we can still be constitutional and defenders of the Constitution uh, and stop this. I couldn't agree more. I've actually um, authored another piece of the legislation that allows class action lawsuits against 
uh, tech giants who suppress or censor for political reasons um, their users on their platform. Um, I've also co-authored another bill that does a similar thing as well. So we're trying to, we know there's an onslaught against uh, basic American principles against the constitutional form of government. Um, We have to figure out what they're doing and then to figure out how to combat it because they don't disclose their, their, their philosophy on the front end. They, 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 they get into corporate uh, boardrooms, they get into classrooms, they get into universities, and then they start trying to usher in an anti-American propaganda using our very institutions of democracy um, to try to erode the very system of our constitutional republic. All right, so you have, you're banning the teaching of this, but I've been told by several teachers, in, for instance, in California, it doesn't matter because we'll be trained in it and we'll teach it in our own way, not just from the course, we'll slip it in. So, um, so we initially I just prohibited in law, but then I went back because of that, and I put in a section of my law that, uh, subject to the provision of Teacher Due Process Act of 1990, a teacher may be dismissed or not employed for teaching, instructing, or training any student to believe any of these divisive concepts set forth in subsection A of this section. So um, we put teeth in it. Hmm. The chance and, of and this... Basically, Go ahead. Basically, this is this is this is standing up for children um, for what I believe is is psychological abuse and child abuse. I agree. Um, the chance that this actually passes. So uh, what you know, I was I served uh, six years in the Oklahoma House of Representatives a decade ago. Um, what we know is that until Sine die, which is Latin for I think the last day, um, which is the twenty eighth of May. Anything can happen between now and then. The barrier that we first ran into was uh, getting a committee hearing uh, for on the Senate side. Uh, but you can take and move legislation and language in and out of bills and amendments. So we're uh, I'm not going to disclose what we're going to do, but uh, this isn't dead until May 28th. What are the odds that it passes? Are you confident that it's got, it got a real chance? I believe, um, due to the power of the Glenn Beck show and other conservative mediums, uh, social media, of course, shuts us down when we try to post about it. Um, I believe the grassroots support is there. If we can get it to the floor, I believe we'll have the uh, we'll have the support. uh, So what do you pass it? What do you need uh, from the audience in in Oklahoma? Glenn, I was waiting for you to ask that question. Call your state representative, call your state senator, and urge them to protect kids in public schools and our charter schools to make sure that they're not taught that they're racist or a victim simply by the color of their skin. Um, That's the kind of support because what we find in politicians tend to see the light after they feel the heat. So let's build the heat up and make sure that uh, that, that uh, people in Oklahoma, not just Oklahoma, you Everywhere. have a nationwide audience. Yeah. If you think this is not coming for you, you are wrong. It starts in the universities and it marches itself into the, to the classroom. And even though it's not taught in the classroom uh, on the curriculum, teachers are downloading it as supplemental materials. Yes, they thinking, are. And thinking that they're going to have a legitimate platform to talk about race in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. But when you start drilling down into what, what critical race theory actually teaches, it's teaching them to be racist. It's teaching them that one race is superior to the other and one has already subjugated the other and that you're racist by virtue of the color of your skin. Completely ignoring the fact that white Republicans were going down into southern parts of the United States registering uh, black voters to make sure that they had a shot at the American dream and were being lynched and killed. And so when you single out a white student and say you're a racist, 
they may have in their in their DNA and their background those very activists that were going out making sure that we had a more perfect union. So you can't be a racist by unilaterally saying you're black, you're a victim, you're a person of color, you have been subjugated, or you're white and therefore you're a racist. This is fundamental racism being taught at the grade school level. There, you would have to call RFK a racist. You'd have to call anyone who marched with Martin Luther King a racist. But that's not hard for them to do now because they're saying Martin Luther King is wrong. Uh, and uh, it's not the dream to uh, have people just judge you by the content of your character, which to me is insanity. Um, please, insanity. Please keep us up to speed on that. Uh, Shane Jett, you can uh, follow him at uh, OKSenate.gov or Twitter at Shane Jett, two T's um, for, uh, for Twitter. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. Bless you guys. You, appreciate it. Keep us in your prayers. You bet. We will. These are the kinds of things that we need to be doing all over the country. And I will show you here in a few minutes that we are doing it all over the country, but they need your support. There needs to be groundswell uh, on these things. And, and let, me, let me explain why they are silencing your voice. Why, why is the Hyatt... Why did the Hyatt come out and uh, were they under attack for holding CPAC? Why? Because they can't allow you. This is Saul Alinsky. They can't allow you to be in polite company. They can't allow anyone to give you a platform to speak or to gather. It's not about you. It will be about some as individuals, but they want to silence the big people that are movers and shakers, people that can gather an audience. This is what happens in countries like Venezuela. They silence the media. Then they just start taking out anyone that could gather support for any kind of cause other than theirs. They need to keep you down and crushed below about 15% of uh, dissemination. You, you, can't, you can't be all over television or all over radio or all over internet. That's why they're suppressing these voices. Because if you say things that people are like, yeah, you know what? He's got a point. Because of social media now, you can network and you can start groups all over the country like we did with the 9-11 project or 9-12 project. That, that would not be allowed to happen right now. Uh, you have to silence those voices. And if you can't silence them right away, you have to paint them as Nazis. That's why right now, if you listen and watch mainstream media, if you're a Republican, you're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. You can't allow people like the Hyatt to let CPAC happen at their hotel. They've got to find some local hotel, Bob's Hotel, Bob's Drive-In, Bob's, you know, motel, free color TV on the sign. That's where you can meet. This is all intentional. 
to make you feel like you are alone. And it's why it's so evil. It's why it's so evil that that uh, corporations are going along with it. In fact, in some cases, corporations are leading it. More in a second. Give me one minute and then we'll come back. Big believer in being prepared for whatever could come your way. You don't have to go all tin hat, but mm, I'm starting to look like that. There was a free uh, freak uh, snowstorm in Texas. I mean, it was an absolute freak. I can't tell you how many friends and neighbors lost power, didn't have anything to cook with, didn't have food, went to the grocery store, couldn't couldn't buy an egg. Nothing. How are you doing on being prepared? Are you, how's your food storage? I urge you to please get started on this. Please call My Patriot Supply. Their food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. You're never going to have to go hungry or stand in a government food line. My Patriot Supply is America's leader in emergency food storage. You know, back in the Depression, we had Victory Gardens. And that's what the government said because they couldn't feed everybody. So have a victory garden. Be able to feed yourself. Well, people had farmland. Uh, do you have a farm? You can, you know even how, how to grow even a plant? I mean, I, I kill weeds. Not because I'm trying to kill weeds. Because I can't grow anything. MyPatriotSupply.com. Get the food storage, your victory garden in a box, if you will, before the emergency. Food kits, uh, kits sh- uh, ship in one to two days. They arrive discreetly to your door, so don't wait. Now is the time to prepare for your future. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. So if you were listening a few days ago, I, I mentioned that uh, I was going to do an art show uh, and uh, it was it was canceled uh, on me because of January 6th. Well, OK, I was I found At it a Capitol abhor- building. Yeah, uh, right. I found it abhorrent no. what happened. Oh. Uh, I spoke out immediately against it Mm -hmm. i talked about how that would be the wrong thing to do for 20 years Mm -hmm. you know i am not for any of that well i had an art show and it was uh done by a a liberal gallery i shouldn't say liberal guy just a good art gallery run by a liberal and uh she first said no and then she saw my artwork and she she wrote back to me and she's like you're really good and so that puts me in an awkward position because I would carry your art uh, if you weren't you, if you weren't you. Mm-hmm. So and she said, that's wrong. So I'm going to. Yes, I'll do it. And I said, OK, well, you're going to come under a lot of heat. And uh, she said, no, I, I'm going to stand. Remember, the art world stood behind Piss Christ, which I didn't like at all. I didn't like at all. But you have a right to do that. And if an art gallery wanted to cover it, uh, you know, and, and display it and sell it and promote it, that's their deal. It's art. Remember, art is art. It can be anything. Well, 
um, this show has been canceled and I don't know of any gallery and I really don't want a gallery. Honestly, they take 50% of what you do and I work too hard on it. it takes me too long. I really don't even want to sell most of my artwork because I love it. Um, but uh, the problem is, is just like the Hyatt. I couldn't get my stuff. My, my agent actually told me, don't sign any of your paintings. Let's represent them as a different person. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, but Glenn, you could get them. I don't need them in a gallery that much. I don't need to sell them that much. I'd rather give them away than sell them under a different name. No. But that should tell you where we are. That I can't, non-political, these were not political paintings. Do we have any of them? If you're there, there's, this is the one I'm working on right now. It's Honus Wagner. Uh, you know, some of the art is you know, better than others. The, the, <laughs> uh, the, go, go back to the uh, Honus Wagner and the Lone Ranger and stuff. If you're watching us on The Blaze, you can see it. That's great. Um, but uh, the Honus Wagner... Uh, is, I mean, they're better in person. It's really good. I mean, I hate to, you know, I it is as shocked as anyone that you have talent. In this I am shocked. Regard. I said to my wife, my wife walked in on the home of the Honus Wagner, what yesterday, the day before. And she was like, what happened? And I said, I know, right. It's like, I can paint all of a sudden. <laughs> and, and I was really sincere. It was like shocking. I, I didn't even want to touch it. I got to a certain point. My art teacher came yesterday and she's like, okay, so what do you see wrong? And I'm like, I see a lot of stuff wrong, but I don't even want to touch it. Cause there's no way it was a fluke yesterday. I could just paint. Um, but I did go back and, and touch it. Um, but when you can't do something that has nothing to do with politics. That is coming to you. That's why the Hyatt went and said Monday they were fine with CPAC. They are open. They want diverse people staying. Now they've come out after they got hammered and said, well, they did have that hate symbol on the stage. That wasn't a hate symbol on the stage. It wasn't a hate symbol. What are you talking about? Do you know what kind of monsters you have to believe people are to think that that lie is true? Didn't stop Twitter. Didn't stop Facebook. They keep pushing it. And the Hyatt had to come and, and bow the knee to the mob. Why? So you are isolated and there's no place to gather. It's evil. It's evil. And silence in the face of evil is evil itself. This is the Glenn Beck Program. More in uh, just a second. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Buying and selling houses is really hard. I mean, don't you ever get through like halfway through and you're like, I'm not. No. I mean, we're we're redoing our house. Because we were going to put it back up for sales that needed to be updated. And I said to Tanya the other day, I'm not selling this house. I don't care. I'll go to debtor's prison before I set this <laughs> sell this house. Are you kidding me? Uh, after all this work. And it's the same thing. It's just too much. And when you are trying to sell your house, man, it's a hassle. Unless you have a great real estate agent. Find amazing real estate agents. The ones who know the best practices, who will work tirelessly for you. They're waiting to hear from you now. 
Just go to realestateagentsitrust.com. No matter where you are, if we have an agent in your area that we think can really represent you and represent you right and has a great track record, we'll give you the name. Then you interview them yourself. It's a free service to you. Find the right real estate agent fast. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, I think we've made the case today that conservative media is needed right now, more than ever. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go. Use the promo code Glenn. You know, years ago, we used to do... uh comedy shows all around the country we do what 40 cities a year uh and we would play some of the best theaters in the country and i wonder if that w- if we would be welcome now it was hard back then sometimes theaters would be like no you can't have that <laughs> uh but i wonder if i wonder if we would be even welcome now in some theaters across the country and i bring this up because i it's not about us it is about you. You are being boxed in. You're being limited there right now. And I don't know why Fox News is not covering this. The FBI director, Christopher Ray, uh, is testifying on the Capitol riot and domestic terror threats. Do we have the uh, chief of Capitol Police and what she said, uh, I think, on Sunday or Monday? Could we play that? This is we the- know that members of the militia groups that were present on January 6 have stated their desires that they want to blow up the Capitol and kill as many members as possible uh, with a direct nexus to the State of the Union, which we know that date has not been identified. So based on that information, we think that it's prudent that Capitol Police maintain it's enhanced and robust security posture until we address those vulnerabilities going forward. Have you heard that anywhere? Have you heard that from the FBI? Have you heard that from the Department of Homeland Security? Have you heard that from any credible source? And when I say credible, big source? I mean, why is the acting chief of Capitol Police saying those things and we're hearing it from her and her alone why is that right now on capitol hill they are talking about this and it's being televised by cnn and msnbc why the hell isn't fox covering that that's something that every american especially the right should hear why why aren't you letting them hear what people are saying because they are saying it about Everyone, this isn't about this is (laughs) they are doing what they accused Republicans of doing to Muslims. I don't have a problem with Muslims. I have a problem with Islamists. I don't have a problem with conservatives. I have a problem with terrorists. I don't have a problem with uh, uh, people who believe differently than I do on the right. I don't have a problem, honestly, with socialists. I have socialists that are friends. I have a problem with Antifa members. Because they are set on destruction. And I think that's where most people are. 
we can disagree on policies, but we have principles in in uh, in common principles of, hey, we're all in this together. We have to figure it out. You can't do my way or the highway. I mean, listen to how the left used to just cry when uh, George Bush said, you're either with us or you're against us. Well, that's my way or the highway. And they used to hate that. Now, you either believe everything that they say and you tow the line, you do what they say or get out. <laughs> well, that's not American, not American at all. So why aren't they covering this? Because this is not if it were about domestic terror, I'd be for it. But they're they're using things like, um, you know, the uh, in the last 10 years, the only domestic terror has come from the right. Well, yes, because any kind of domestic terror like Antifa is doing, you call it a peaceful rally. Uh, when you have an Islamist go into an office and shoot a bunch of people or onto a base, you say it's workplace violence. So if you keep labeling everything else that is domestic terror something else, uh, then, yeah, I guess the only ones, you know, CPAC is domestic terrorists because why? Well, because their stage was in the shape of a old rune. Oh, okay. I don't know anybody who even knows anything about the runes. So that's very subtle and yet seemingly very specific. There is a crisis coming on our border and there is a crisis coming uh, in the new world order. And you have to ask yourself, why would... These big institutions, why would these companies go along with this? Why would a capitalist go along with something like socialism? Because, and this is where I've been wrong, it's not about socialism. Socialists are only, uh, they're, the, um, they're the useful idiots. The same with global warming extremists. They're just being used. If you look at the Green New Deal, it has nothing to do with the environment. And anybody who actually cares about the environment knows that. They know that. But they're going to think they're winning because the government and big business are saying, yes, you know what? We're going to do those things. For instance, Exxon Exxon yesterday said they're changing the makeup of their board. They've got uh, two new directors to the board. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're more of the environmental activist type. What? They, what? What they, they are? Activist investor Jeffrey Ubbin will join the board of Exxon along with... Uh, Michael Angelus, I think is his name, new directors to refresh the board and to give it a new kind of a environmental. It's an oil company. Now, why would an oil company do that? 
If you look to the changes we're making here at uh, Exxon, they're in response to the changing role of the industry as we head to a lower, lower carbon economy. Okay, um, there's no place for fossil fuels. None in that world. What are you doing? If you have a lot to hold on to, you're not a dummy. You're not a dummy. You don't think that the people who are at BlackRock or have a billion dollars or run these giant global corporations, they don't see trouble on the horizon. They haven't they haven't figured out that, wait a minute, the Arab Spring happened and that tried to spread into the European Spring and then maybe come to America. And we kind of had a summer of of hate and a summer of rage. Gee, uh, this thing could all come apart. Oh, and the United States, all the people are all of the investors in the United States. I mean, the 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 countries which we as Exxon, we deal at a country level. They're all starting to get out of the U.S. dollar. And we know that the West seems like it's going to collapse. And we see that this system that has been built is still acting like it's 1950 something's changing it's not going to last so what do we do well somebody's there with the answer we're going to have a new kind of global governance i mean it'll still be done by your state but it'll be global parameters based on social justice and uh and environmental and governmental standards esg and look you're going to, your company's going to be rated for your ESGs. Are you environmentally friendly? Are you engaged in social justice? Are you, are you with the government? Okay, well, if you've hit those standards, you're going to get a good score. If you don't hit all of them, you're going to get a mediocre score. You don't hit any of them, you're going to get a low score. Well, what does that mean? That means the banks aren't going to lend you money. That means right now, right now, Merrill Lynch... Go look. If you're an investor with Merrill Lynch, go look for your ESG score. And what they're saying is, how many companies are you invested in? And what is the overall score of each company? And then that gives you an ESG score because you should be a better investor. You should be looking and investing in those companies that look to the future. And have high ESG scores. You already have the beginning mark. You already have the beginning of your social credit score. If you have a low ESG score, the same thing will happen to you. You're really not part of the crowd. You have to now go back and not invest on anything, a company that you believe in. You have to check their ESG score. And if you, don't, if you don't do that, then you get a lower score. And that will hurt you. This is a way to force people to invest in the companies that play ball. That's what, that's what the Great Reset is really all about. And it's happening. Ask if you have a 401k or anybody else... Call whoever has your investment and ask them, do you have an ESG score? 
Do, do any of these companies have ESG scores that they're passing on? Just ask them like you're a fan of it. I guarantee you'll learn more than you, you ever thought was even possible in America. When you start going down the ESG scores, you will realize, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is this? You see, there is no metadata anymore. They, when they say we're just collecting metadata, we're just collecting things that it's it's uh, it's all anonymous. You'll never be able to figure out. Yes, you can. Are you kidding me? Yes, you can. Right now, because of AI, you can easily find out who's who. How do you think they were tracking cell phones during coronavirus to see who was moving and where they were? I thought all that information was, you know, in a black box that nobody could ever see. Really? Because I just saw it. The New York Times had it. How'd they get it? More on this tomorrow night, 9 p.m., only on Blaze TV. The chalkboard is was just begun last week. We're adding new things to the chalkboard every week. These are don't miss episodes. If you really want to understand the world you're living in, join us tomorrow night. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. All right. Gold line. <laughs> I mean, if you're not if you're not interested in looking into gold, now you're I guess you're fine with pushing a wheelbarrow around full of basically useless cash. Uh, just to buy a loaf of bread. That's what it was like when I was a kid. Well, now people don't remember what it was like when our grandparents went through this. And it is a real possibility. And now it's not even a possibility. This is a real probability. This is growing more and more likely to happen with the printing of cash that we're doing. It's out of control Please stop waiting and call Goldline now. If you have something in dollars and China and Russia and the rest of the world are like, you know, we're going to get rid of our dollars, which is coming, and we're just printing up a storm, how much is your dollar going to be worth? Please, right now, call them about putting a, a portion of your money into gold. Now, with every tube of certified gold Liberty coins that you buy, you'll get five brilliant uncirculated Kennedy silver half dollars at no additional charge. These are the exact same coins that I buy for their authentic, uh, authentic, uh, authentication. Uh, just call Goldline now at 866-GOLDLINE. I can't believe I'm in the Radio Hall of Fame. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, uh... Christopher Ray, the uh, FBI uh, chief, is is uh, is now talking to Ted Cruz, and he is uh, explaining how uh, we've had a huge uptick in domestic terror and domestic violence in the last year. And uh, I mean, we saw it, and you know, some of it is some of it is some of it is from the violent uh, right, and some is from the violent left, and uh, you know, some of it is Antifa. Some of it is Antifa. 
I think everything but one thing, January 6th, was Antifa. You know, well, we're just putting him in a broad category. You know, we can't really balance on which is which right now. We're just we're interested in all of it. Oh, are you? Are you? Are you? Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Stu, can I ask you a question? I mean, I don't want to wear the tinfoil hat, but I just thought this was weird. And I don't think anything was going on. I really don't. But it was just weird. Yesterday, uh, the electric company came to my house and said, um, uh, we had a transformer. We got to replace. And uh, so you're going to lose power for about four hours. And I said, wow, everybody on the street. And they said, no, just you. (laughs) And I said, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, just you and the house behind you. You mean the house where my kids live? (laughs) We're the only ones in the whole area that that transformer just serves the two houses <laughs> really what the, were they in a soros electricians van <laughs> you know i thought I, when they said that they said no it's, it's no big deal it just after and i'm like yeah are you the cia or george soros or anything? i mean it just really felt like that it does seem like you're being targeted so now every there. time i turn on my toaster are they listening to me they what? are <laughs> mm-hmm. they always listen to the toasters Shh, the toaster is listening <laughs> By the way, I said something uh, yesterday, uh, Tanya, or or Sunday, Tanya and I were laying in bed, and I said, Tanya, uh, ask Siri uh, what this is. She had her phone, and she said, hey, Siri, the phone didn't respond. The Siri in the other room responded, and I was like, um, I don't think there are any secrets here, and the toaster is stalking me, too. (laughs) 